Blog Talk Radio. It cannot be emphasized strongly enough the beauty, purity, and perfection of who you really are. You are not your illness, your finances, or your loneliness. There's nothing wrong in your life that you don't have the power to correct, and you are unlimited in your ability to tap into that power. Welcome. I'm Janet Richmond, and this is the Higher Self Voice. Well, hello, everyone. It's Wednesday, and I'm back. I've missed this wonderful show for, gosh, it's been three weeks. I wasn't on on the 31st or the 7th of June because I was traveling both days, and now I'm in Maine visiting a sister, loving every minute. It's just beautiful here, completely different, of course, from the Los Angeles area where I live. And it has been a joy, and now I get to do the radio show from this beautiful spot. It's a different computer. It's a different setup. So if there's any kind of technological difficulties or any problem, it is what it is. Uh, we just You just don't know. So there are problems even when I'm home. So from time to time, as you know, those of you who listen to me, and I see that Robin is on. Welcome, Robin. I'm so excited to be connected to you, and thanks for tuning in as as you do so often. Okay, so let me give you a call-in number just in case somebody wants to call in. It's 646-668-8565. And if, you know, many people don't call in, of course, as you know, because I always have so much to say. I think people are nervous about breaking in. But if you want to email me to ask for a healing, to ask a question, to make a comment, to even say what you'd like me to talk about, you can do any of those things and anything else that I'm not mentioning. My email is jvvmrichmond at gmail.com. So it's J as in Janet, V, Victor, V, Victor, M, Mary, Richmond, R-I-C-H-M-O-N-D at gmail.com. Okay, and I will answer your question. I'll get back to you via email. You'll hear from me, and I will also email you back. I will, we can do something on the air if you want. It's just, it's just completely open however you want me to handle it. Okay. Now, I mentioned this a couple times before, but I want to bring it up because more and more people have said to me how helpful it's been. You can get my podcast from your phones, guys, your cell phones. The iPhone <clears throat> the iPhone has a podcast app that just comes with the iPhone. It's a purple symbol with a microphone in the center. And if you go on there and put Janet, no, Higher Self Voice Radio, you will get my podcast, I believe, from 19, 19, 2014. The earlier ones, you have you put in something else, because uh, I did start doing the radio in 2011. So you can get the earlier shows, too. I believe you have to put Janet Richmond and the Higher Self Voice, and then you'll get the earlier shows. Okay. So, and, you know, podcasts are so great, but they also have it on the – Android and Samsung, and you, I think you have to actually ask to download the app, but it is free, and it's called CastBox, and it has the same purple symbol with the microphone, so I just want you guys to know, of course, 
Blog Talk Radio also has all the archive shows, as, to my, as does my website, HigherSelfVoice.com. You can get them whatever, however it's convenient to, to you. They all come in podcast form, and, and on my website, you or I'm sure Blog Talk, you can listen right from your radio, or you can download them into whatever MP3 player you might have. So it's very easy. Okay, so... What's happening today? Well, I have a really interesting bit of material from the higher self, and I will be reading that. It talks about our evolutionary mission, but I also am going to be doing a healing today on Jake. You might recognize the name. I have worked on him in the past, and he's reached out to me again because he's been having real issues. He broke up with his girlfriend uh, about a year ago, give or take. And he is still grieving and in despair about it as much today, really, as if it had just happened. So he requested my help because he can't seem to get, he can't adjust to the loss. He just can't get past it. And he is doing the work. He does the neutralizing and he does come to my meetup group sometime because he's local to me. I've even done a couple, three private sessions for him, but the healing has not really moved in. And that's the issue that I'd really like to address today. Now, at the end of the show, I will read to you his words before I do the healing so you can know exactly what he's saying about it. But this is really interesting to me because I I really have a an example in my own life where I kept doing healing on myself and it just didn't come in. Nothing changed. It got worse and worse and worse. And this happened a number of years ago. I would say, oh, it's got to be seven, eight, nine years ago where I had a, I rented a room in my house to some people I had known for a long time. I didn't know them well, but I'd, I'd long, I had known them for a very long time, and they were in dire straits. They hadn't worked for several years, not from want of trying, but they lost their home, and they were on the verge of having to live out of their car. So I took them in without charging and offered to do a healing on the wife. A friend of mine at the time and I did the healing together, and the wife accepted, and she absolutely had a horrific response she went practically went to bed for five days she said she felt like the truck had hit her and she wouldn't ever have a healing to get again but three weeks later they found work they worked in the same field and they found work that, that they could both do at home so they were doing it for my place and they were plugged in and their financial problems just turned around completely so they decided to stay on with me and rent the room directly, you know, that they were using in my house. But something happened. I don't know what happened. I don't know the cause. But about 10 months later, give or take, the wife started to say some very nasty things about me to other people when they were visiting. Sometimes she'd say it in front of me, sometimes not in front of me. And it began kind of, hit and miss once in a blue moon and then it began to escalate and it got to the point where you know she was right she was a friend and she was right in the house so I but I just stopped hanging out with her and her husband because it 
it was uncomfortable. I didn't know where it was coming from or why. And I just had this feeling, really a deep feeling, not to talk to her about it and just continued to work on myself. But nothing changed. As a matter of fact, it got worse. She, the, the nasty comments came more and more often. And I began to feel like it was my fault. I was making myself a victim because I didn't speak up to my, for myself. And yet I just felt so deeply not to say anything to her. Now, I'm not one that just never says anything. I do speak up. So this was very strange, but I just felt like I was in between a rock and a hard place. I felt like I was trapped. I felt like I was giving away my power. Uh, I mean, it was, I, I was really, it was not a pleasant situation. I wasn't comfortable in my own home, and yet I was neutralizing and doing all the exercises I share with you guys uh, on a regular basis. But nothing, it was only getting worse. So after a few months of this discomfort, put to put it mildly, I decided finally to ask the higher self about it because there hadn't been any shift. And, you know, you're thinking, why did I wait so long? Well, I asked myself that too, but a number of years ago, I used to wait all the time. I rarely wait anymore, maybe a day or three days, and I'm still surprised why I waited. But in any case, then it was months I waited. So I asked them, and right away the higher self came in and said I was doing it everything correctly. They said that strong feeling I had not to say anything to her, it, it was coming from them, and they were really impressing me not to say anything because she, they said that she has this kind of personality or character or way of handling things that she has to figure out everything for herself. And when somebody else says something to her, it, it absolutely, it, it's as if it would, if I had said anything, it said it would have increased many fold and she would have gone on the attack even more, way more. So they were kept impressing me not to say anything. So that was good. And they also said that the, what I did do was deal with myself. I was dealing with the neutralizing the pattern and whatever the energetics were behind the pattern and clearing all of that. But what happened was, as, as, you, as I told you, the healing wasn't happening. The pattern continued. It was getting worse. I was feeling more and more uncomfortable. It was not a good thing. And they explained to me that, what, that I was stuck. I had not allowed the healing in because I was blaming myself for being stuck. And I had my perspective was that it was either I talked to her and I can move this situation better. Or if I don't, I'm going to be, a, I'm a victim and I'm powerless. So, but I knew, I just knew not to talk with her. And I kept seeing it in this either or situation. I couldn't find a middle ground, just couldn't find it all those months. But what happened was when the higher self explained that I had gotten stuck in this either or polarity in I understand, they, they told me other things too, I can't remember everything, but it was those few things that they told me that was like, oh my gosh, and everything cleared, and within literally a minute or two, the healing came in that I was doing on myself like a, like a breeze, it just flowed through me, 
the upset was gone, the frustration was gone, and in came the sense of forgiveness for my friend and for myself, just literally in barely moments. And it was really a beautiful thing. But I relate related to Jake because that's what it feels like to me, that there's something keeping the healing that he's been doing on himself from actually manifesting. And the interesting thing was in my situation, three days later, out of the blue, and I'm hardly talking to her at all at this point, she comes to me and apologizes. So that was pretty mind-boggling. It was not as gone for her as it was for me, however. She resented all that time I stopped hanging out with them. She was hurt. She she was feeling rejected and all of that and so she was really upset in her own way and so at least we we spoke some very positive words to each other but it really wasn't completely gone for her but it was resolved for me and I learned something really firsthand that sometimes no matter what we do whatever exercise that sometimes we still keep it out we've taken it into the soul space but we haven't utilized it it hasn't manifested or bubbled up into the actual life pattern. We're kind of holding it there, waiting for I don't know what. But I've talked to you about this, that each soul goes on their own journey and and takes in energy, takes in healing, and utilizes it's the soul that decides how fast or how slow, when, and what the process is going to be. The soul makes those decisions on the healing as well. So, I had it firsthand, and so my heart went out to Jake. I offered him the session on the radio, and I'm really looking forward to seeing what we find out, what the higher selves will have to say to us. I just hope that for Jake, whatever comes up really helps him with the situation. You'll see when you hear his own words. I mean, he's a man really torn up inside. Okay, but today, first, we're going to do the the topic I want to cover, and this This information came from Joan Culpepper, as the information uh, has over the last few weeks, and it dates from November 18th, 1987, so what, 30 years ago, but it's as apropos today as it was then, and you'll see why. Now, she does start with bringing us in one accord, so I will read that to you, and then we'll move into the information. Okay, so let's quiet quiet our minds now for a few moments and relax. And in this state of quiet, I want each of you to consciously focus your attention on the light within, perceiving that light in whatever way you may desire, for it's only a symbol of your pure soul essence. Let's refresh our memory for a moment with the understanding that when we stand within the center of the pure soul essence, We're standing within the highest point of power that we carry, and we are connected to the totality of all life in all levels. Now take a moment and allow that symbolic light to grow until you are encompassed within its center, experiencing in this moment the power of your light. Remember that this connection places you in a position of being all that originating source was is and is becoming, of being all experiences, all wisdom, and all knowledge gained by every soul at every level. 
And what you receive is received by all souls in all levels. So standing in your pure soul essence, you are completely and totally at one with the totality of all light, a distinct individual soul connected to and united as one with all other souls. I now ask that each of us be taken into the originating source of all energy, that we be amalgamated with that energy, and that we be amalgamated with the totality of all that we are in all levels, in all dimensions, and that the highest, most perfected part of ourselves from that totality comes forward to take full and complete charge of each of us, which places us in the position of our free will cooperating with the divine will of the originating source. Now let us focus our attention for a few moments on the healing circle, remembering that over the years we've infused this healing circle with many different energies, and over the years this healing circle with all of these many energies continues to grow and expand. This healing circle will always be available to all of us, regardless where we find ourselves at any point in time, for it too is only a symbol of the very real energy that we generate within ourselves when we focus our attention on the healing circle. Remember that this circle expands to include all souls and all levels who desire to participate and to take part in the healing and balancing. So while we use the symbol of a circle, it's to be remembered that it's an ever-expanding circle and it moves accordingly to include all life in all levels. At this time, we can place names within the healing circle and I would like to extend an invitation to all souls at all levels who desire and require the energy of healing and balancing to come forward. I also invite all souls who desire to join with us in assisting us with this work. And let us remember to always focus our attention on the healing circle, consciously aware of the many energies that, is that are infused within it. The rainbow energy, the power of the miraculous, harmony, balance, unity, higher heart consciousness energy, faith and hope, and many others. And let us concentrate in this moment with a knowingness within that as we focus our conscious attention on the healing circle, we are activating and assisting in bringing these energies into a higher frequency and sending them out to every soul, every situation, every condition, both known and unknown. Let us focus on that power of the miraculous with the understanding that when you stand within the center of your own pure soul essence and activate the power of the miraculous, you are sending an energy out that can perform miracles. Remember always that you are the power within that pure soul essence, that within that pure soul essence, you are perfect. And when you are act consciously, and when you consciously activate and work from that point of centeredness, you are greatly assisting all souls placed within the healing circle. I now ask that each of you also consciously enter the healing circle and in the state of consciously standing within that energy, allow that energy, 
of higher heart consciousness to flow upward from your heart center to the top of your head and out so that you become a fountain flowing that energy, expanding it outward to include all souls in all levels, expanding it upward and outward to include all of the astral vibration, expanding it upward and outward to encompass the totality of life in all levels. Hold in your consciousness that the highest, most perfect point of power, point of heart consciousness energy, is instilled within yourself and within all souls toward whom you've directed it, knowing that it carries the quality of properly loving the self and the quality of standing non-judgmentally. Please remember that higher heart consciousness energy is that energy that is desired and required by the fourth dimensional human kingdom in order to lift the fourth dimensional human kingdom into a higher state of evolutionary awareness. And when you stand as the fountain of love, collectively or as a group, collectively as a group or individually, you are activating and processing the highest, most potent energy for that fourth dimensional realm, energy that enables one to properly love the self in body, in soul, and in mind. When one properly loves the self, the life of the individual is harmony and balance and tranquility. When you work to assist by focusing your energy upon the healing circle and activating the higher heart consciousness energy, you are throwing out to all life the most healing energy available in the fourth dimensional realm. Remember, too, that when you flow the energy of the higher heart consciousness, you are also taking that energy through your own fourth dimensional facade soul. So each time you work and flow and place that energy outward for others, you benefit at the fourth dimensional level as well. And we would ask each of you to continue to focus your energy, focus your attention on that higher heart consciousness energy. Okay, the higher selves are beginning their information here. It's important for you to remember that the fourth dimensional mask that you wear is being removed from you, not by any other great external forces that move in to do this for you, but each of you individually as you respond at that evolutionary level to the call of destiny that each of you have volunteered for at this point in time. It's important for each of you to remember that the length of time one has been involved in study has no bearing whatsoever on the evolutionary vibration that is awakening from that unconscious level right now. We've indicated in the next few year period, many of you will feel as if you're on hold while you look outward and see others who have not appeared to study and work as hard as you may have, taking the limelight and in some instances taking the money and in some instances taking advantage. But we want you to always remember that you are here in this place at this point in time for the purpose of fulfilling that that you agreed to fulfill prior to coming in, that of being the beacon of light, that of being the pioneer, that of being the demonstrator of the informational pattern of the higher dimensional realms. So in this next few years, you will see more and more of the phenomena-oriented ideas and concepts coming to the surface. And it's wise to remember always that in many instances, individuals can only be reached through the idea of phenomena. 
And as you know, in the fifth dimensional realm, we attempt always to utilize the individuals and the information based on whatever level an individual happens to be in at that at any point in time. Okay, Janet, this is me, guys. I want to explain a little bit here. The higher selves have made us aware of the trap that phenomena can be. Now, an example would be, let's say we learn of a past life and we find out that we were a queen or someone famous or some big thing. And then what happens often is that the focus of attention can move to the phenomenon of being the famous person. And we, maybe we take on a, a good story or maybe we feel better about ourselves or maybe we feel even better than someone else. I don't know. But what gets lost from the phenomenon is why is it that we're learning about this life? What are the perceptions or the, the expanded concepts that are relevant that, that are relevant in this life that maybe we can learn from having learned about the past life? In other words, the whys. Why have we learned about this life? What, what can it teach us or remind us of? So, and I want to give you a specific example of how we can get caught up in the phenomenon. Um, many, many years ago, I was taking a class from Joan Culpepper on contact, how to make contact. And she gave us, the higher self basically led the group and they would give us exercises every week. And one week, the exercise was to go, and I'd use all of my friends in the group to practice on. You'd go out and you we had to feel sort of a few inches off the body, various, the energy the energy field and whenever we felt something odd or strange or different colder more tingly or warmer we were to go in and see what we could why that was there well, I was extremely shy and scared as anything way back then so I I did this for a friend of mine a, a part member of the group and wrote down what I got with the feelings and then went home and worked on this what was behind it so there was a area around his left shoulder that was particularly warm or hot. I can't remember. So I went in and discovered, got this lifetime on him. And he had been a officer in the Confederate Army back in the Civil War. And sometime in the very early, barely dawn part of the morning, there was a shot that rang out. They were camping, you know, somewhere. A shot rang out, and the the officer, this guy, um, my friend, one of his past lives, hears the shot, immediately realizes that the sentry that had been posted may have been shot. And he knew the sentry personally. I guess they probably knew many of the men in their units. And he literally ran out of the town. I saw what he was wearing, bootless shirtless, just had some sort of undering, under things and some pant things with suspenders on, ran out of the tent toward the, the shot sound, toward the sentry, and he too gets shot, okay? He falls down. He is just filled. He didn't die right away. He, he got this injury, but it knocked him down, and he starts to feel this tremendous anger and frustration at himself because he should have been smarter. He should have known better. He felt 
absolutely devastated too because he did know that sentry and cared about him and he feels like I can't help him now so he's filled with guilt and remorse and he didn't die right away but he died I don't know whether it was I didn't get the death but um, I think he died within either a few hours or maybe by the next day so I was pretty astounded because it was a long time ago and as you all know from my telling you many times I was like a rock when I first started this so I you know, called up and I reached his wife, my friend's wife, and I was, and I said to her, oh, you know, she's, what'd you get? What'd you get? What'd you get? You know? <laughs> so I told her about this life and she goes, oh, we already know that life. He's been to two past life readers, both times that life came up. And absolutely, we had the name and she didn't remember the name at the time, but we looked him up in the encyclopedia because this was pre-Google and he died from a shot to the shoulder. Okay. So I actually got in the life Correct. But here's the thing. She was disappointed in the, what I got because they already had that information. The interesting thing was I got a call from the husband later that day when his wife told him and he said, I get it now. It took three times for me to hear about this life and having been since he first learned about it, been in Joan's class to understand that I have to neutralize those feelings, the feelings of guilt and remorse and anger and just, you know, self-blame. I have to neutralize those in order to move on because even though he's not living that life, of course, as you guys know, we carry all those issues. We carry the self-blame and the shame and from all the, the past lives. And so that's what he did. And he just said it was a massive clearing for him but it took him hearing three times and it to get past the phenomena into what it's really there to tell him so okay so that's the scoop with the phenomenon but also the higher self didn't explain it very well here but as you know the humanities are here on many different evolutionary levels and sometimes we have to use phenomena to draw the attention. So if, if there's some reason or something, some concept we're trying to help either demonstrate or to explain or however, because it's, as you know, done a million different ways, um, we, we sometimes might use phenomenon to draw the attention from an individual simply because with the, if they don't pay attention, they're not gonna get the concept they're not even have, gonna have the exposure to some of the new ideas. So phenomenon, the higher selves often use phenomenon just for that, to draw the attention, to give them an opportunity to hear something different than they already believe or they already have been introduced to or they already whatever. So phenomenon is something that can be a trap, but it also can be a useful tool course it's never used to manipulate or control or to force or anything uh, in any case so that's the scoop so let's go back to the higher self we further wish to remind you of the beauty of the destiny that each of you have volunteered to be part of we always we attempt always to stand centered within the various levels of information that flows outward toward the coming new age Many of you are aware that the New Age is seen sometimes by both orthodox and unorthodox philosophers as a doomsday frequency. And in other instances, it is seen as a very 
quote-unquote, pie-in-the-sky type of happening where everyone awakens one morning and the world is united as, as one and there is peace. We've always attempted to present to you as much information as possible so that each of you would be well provided with a conceptual basis as to the energies of the evolutionary thrust and as this evolutionary thrust continues to activate and process and awaken individuals on various planes of understanding. This means that for the moment, the lesser lights will continue to do battle with the lesser lights. And you will recall that this is for the purpose of finding the individuals at the soul level who are prepared to make a movement forward in their evolutionary understanding. This, of course, does not mean that every single soul that goes through this process is ready to accept at the soul level the information or will process it at this point in time. This means also that even if some individuals who are able to relate to information at a different level, it doesn't mean it will be understood at the highest level. This isn't meant to show any disrespect for any soul at any level, for each soul will receive the understanding at the level the soul is prepared to receive at any point in time. Okay, this is me again, guys. Just quick, quickly. When the higher selves talk about lesser lights, they simply mean the humanities, not fifth dimensionals carrying the dual soul nature. So lesser in no way ever means less than. No way. It only indicates these souls haven't been around as long as the ones carrying the dual soul nature. So the evolutionary soul level is less. And to emphasize the battles, whether verbal, real, or internal, are part of the soul mind de- detox and are necessary for the, for the soul to discover or be given the opportunity to move forward in their soul evolution. I know you guys know about this because I've talked about it quite a bit, but that's just kind of a reminder. Okay, so higher self. It is important for each of you to remember that your portion of, on this overall evolutionary thrust is to stand in the most purest state possible at the fourth dimensional facade level. For if you are to demonstrate purity, you must first have have to obtain that on your own. If you are to pioneer purity, you must first become pure in order to demonstrate the perfection and the quality that you have to offer from the fifth dimensional soul level. In this next few year period, you might view this as incubation for many of you the gifts and talents that each of you carry, both known and unknown, for they are, there are many gifts and talents that you are unaware of at this point in time. These gifts and talents will greatly expand to include more and more of the energy of versatility. Your wisdom and knowledge will greatly expand as you continue to unfold and to remove the fourth dimensional mask from your many, 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 and various realities. Remember that you you are to be part of the overall communications factor when the souls upon the planet have reached the state of being able to accept what it is you have to communicate. And please remember, communication takes place in many different ways and in many different forms. It doesn't necessarily mean that any of you will put on a long white robe and go out to create yet another philosophy. 
you remember there is no truth, for truth as it exists is in a constant state of evolution and expansion. So that reality, as you know it, continues to grow and expand in proportion to the expanding truth that each of you are uncovering as you unconsciously remember more and more and more of who and what you really are. So while we do not get into the doomsday philosophy, nor do we get into the pines in the sky philosophy, we feel that those of you present tonight and many that have never been part of this group but are awakening in their own way, in their own space, you will be part of the infusion of the consciousness onto this planet. As the evolutionary thrust continues to build momentum, it's very important for each of you to maintain your own sense of beingness within yourself, to understand that you are perfect within that pure soul essence, to work with those altered realities, to utilize the exercises and the techniques that will greatly assist you to move through this unfolding in a manner that is far easier than it would be were you to move this through this unfolding in a completely unprepared way. Many feel and believe that it's important that they have it all now and that they know it all now. And I can relate to that. This is Janet saying, I can relate to that. In their willingness to do what they feel they should do, they feel that the higher self should come through and give them this unfolding immediately. But it's important to remember that at your own facade soul level, you have prepared yourself to receive at the level you're able to receive upon and to accelerate to the degree you are able to accelerate and still handle the energy. Don't let your impatience and your frustration or even your anxiety from time to time get to you to the degree that you feel you're not moving as quickly or as fast as you should. Remember, this is an awakening for all souls in all levels. There are many people who will awaken in what appears to be an overnight pattern, while others who have worked for many long years in a careful, steady movement in order to reach the same point that that person who awakens overnight is upon. It's also important to remember that each soul awakens and picks up that awakening based on how the fourth dimensional facade soul plays out the information. It's important to remember that as you continue to unfold and, and awaken, to remain unlimited because what you awaken to in this moment will be greatly expanded in the next moment. Please do not limit yourselves by the phenomenon of what you're awakening to, by believing that this is so great that it cannot get any greater. And therefore, this must be the truth. Remember always, there is no truth, for truth expands and evolves moment to moment to moment. And what is true in this moment is not true in the next moment, for it's expanded into a different truth. Live within the self, loving the self, accepting the self, with the understanding that you will know your greatness, not in any egotistical way, not in any elitist way. You will know your greatness, for you have come to share that greatness with the totality of all life on the planet. In this interim period, you are on your way to uncovering and unfolding to yourself the greatness that you carry, the power that you carry, at that pure soul essence level. 
And each of you ultimately will be able to feel true love for you will stand in a place of higher heart consciousness energy unfolded to yourself. And that energy will flow out, reaching and touching all life. So in this respect, you will all become healers. You will all become lovers. You will all become creators, not because you have been chosen by some great power, but because you have chosen to be that. And because you have chosen to be that, you will unfold that and demonstrate that not only to yourself, but to the totality of life on this planet. In closing, spend a few moments in a centered state, bathing yourself in higher heart consciousness energy. Demonstrate this love to yourself. Experience this beautiful energy and bathe every cell in your body, higher heart consciousness into every area of your life, making no judgments, loving every situation, every condition, loving your body exactly as it is, loving your relationships exactly as they are, loving your financial situation exactly as it is, loving yourself exactly as you are, making no judgment. Spend this moment and feel this loving energy for you. Okay, guys. With that, the information ends. And my sister is listening to this. And I'm not sure she understood it because she didn't have the context that you guys have. But, of course, I'm here with her, so it's really fun. If she has any questions, I can answer answer them. Uh, anyway, we are – that's the evolutionary mission in a very general sense. As you know, we've touched on it in many different ways in more detail. But it takes – sometimes it takes reminder. And also the higher selves are great, as you've noticed. They add a little bit more information every time. They keep adding, so we get more and more of an expanded perception. So I hope that helped all of you. And Robin, who is online, I hope she you know, helped her, probably did. The loving the self is so important, and they do remind us so much at the time, don't they, guys? The higher heart consciousness energy is extremely powerful, and they do encourage us over and over again to use it. So I would encourage you all as well. Okay, so now we can move on to the healing portion. And if I hadn't had a request, of course, I probably would have done something related to the information. But we did get the request from Jake, as I spoke of. So I hope that anyone can utilize the healing, as I've explained often, to release the same issues to yourself, and I will review it as I go through it. I'll remind you and inform you, because there are always first-time listeners that tune in. In any case, I don't know if Jake is listening live, but it makes no difference. The healing, as you know, the healing happening live happens, Jake gets it, whether he's listening or not, when he goes back or when anybody goes back and listens to the archive, it happens. And when other people listen to the archive and listen to the healing, it happens again and again and again. So it's one of the reasons I love the radio, because they just, the healing, once you're calling in, I 
We call in the divine energies. We're giving them permission so the healing will recur over and over again. Okay, so here is what Jake sent me. He sent me two different emails, and this is sort of a combination. There are two things I have to face right now that are pulling me down very badly. The first is the fact, oh, it's regarding his relationship. Okay, the first is the fact that if I'd made more of a commitment back when I was still living with my girlfriend, I wouldn't be in this mess, and maybe then I could have talked her into couples counseling. I should have proposed because she was the most significant love I've ever had in my life, and I don't think I'm going to have that kind of luck ever again. The second is the reality that I'm probably not going to have a second chance to have a life with her and to be happy again. And that idea is soul-crushing. That was one. I don't remember if it was an email or text. This is another. Despite over six months of working on this issue, I feel trapped in my own pain. To be honest, the only reason I remember to send this email in time for your show was because I was having another episode of anger and depression over it this evening. I continue to struggle to reconcile my feelings over the loss of this relationship. I've been accused of living in the past, longing for something over which I have no control. Despite hearing this and attempting to neutralize this problem away for over a half a year, here I am, stuck in some kind of limbo, unsure of how to fix things with her, and unable to commit to moving forward. I accept and am grateful for the things that have progressed in other areas of my life, such as my career, but the matter with a relationship I feel was ended, which I feel was ended over false pretenses continues to haunt me. I'd welcome whatever insight the higher self might have in this matter that I have uh, given that I've put in the work and the way you taught me as best as possible with as much commitment as I've been able to muster. I know it's unrealistic to expect resolution to a huge problem overnight, but we're not talking about overnight. We're talking about closing in on an entire year with this troubling me as it has many times taking me as far as depression, regret, and anger can take a person. I miss having someone as close to me as she was that I could trust completely. I miss being able to enjoy good things when they happen to me and not to be so damn miserable all the time if I'm left alone with my own thoughts. So yeah, maybe I'm overreacting, but I can't stop myself from overreacting. And the fact is I'm still in love with her and I'm powerless to fix it. Well, I know all of you, your heart goes out to him, but we all either have been in a situation like that where we were stuck on something or we know people. I have done a couple of sessions for him. As I said, he's come to my meetup group a few times. He absolutely does the work when he can focus on it, which has been difficult because when we're in a lot of pain, sometimes it's just plain hard to do the work. And... We all can understand that. But I keep coming to the thought, what's coming up for me now, and what I explained earlier when I, before I started the informational part, was that it feels like the healing is there, but it just, he hasn't taken it in, just like that example I gave you with that, the, the woman in my home that I rented a play, part of my uh, room to. So he feels like there's something 
stuck here, that there's a stalling here. I, I know um, that he's really locked into his belief systems, but he too has that either or, and my heart just goes out to him, and it's so normal. It's part of our, it's part of the human kingdom. It's part of the human condition. We have the either or, the good or bad, the right and wrong, the up or down. We have so much of this polarity and our belief systems are often around that. The polarity I was stuck in with that situation. And so there's just part of me that feels like maybe when we go in, we're going to find some relief for him on that. I don't know. As you know, I never know what the higher self are going to say. So with that, I'm going to get started and I'm going to, as I always do, bring us into one accord again, Joan did in the beginning, and she did at the very beginning of her informational sessions to bring us into the highest level of understanding the information that we were hearing from the higher self. And of course, she did the healing work as well with the healing circle. And as you know, that I have not really used that, but it is a very powerful symbol, very, very effective symbol. And I do put her work out there because Boy, that's what made a lot of difference in my life, and I want you guys to get the benefit. But I'm going to go ahead and do the joint coming into one accord, doing the amalgamation before the, you know, with the whole situation with Jake and and addressing each of you on the radio today, as I usually do. So with that, I'm going to ask all of you just to quiet your minds as best you can and to... Bring the mind's eye in to the right here and the right now, understanding that this is a consciously focused meditation because it is that conscious focus of attention that is the turn-on switch that allows us to turn on the divine energies that we all carry within and that we utilize from the originating source. The focus of attention is our way of giving permission for the divine energies to work in our free will kingdom. We all carry the facade soul, which is uh, human in nature. So we carry the dual soul, as you know, the true soul essence, which is the fifth dimensional part of ourselves with the overlay or the facade human soul. And we want to always work together. We have both souls. We, it's very important that we give permission for the other part of who we are, that true soul essence, that fifth dimensional essence, to be able to move in. The higher selves are part of that true soul essence, so we want to give permission. We do that by the focus of attention. We all have it. It's very simple. There's no fancy anything, no requirements. We don't need to get certified. We just need the simple focus of attention. And with that focus of attention, I want us all to begin to, if you need a, a technique, something very simple, focus, listen to my voice. Because the mind's eye is easily distracted. We can Our minds wander all the time. That's no problem. It's normal. It's natural. Nothing to ever berate yourself about. Just when you notice, start to focus back into my voice. And right now, we're going to focus on that pure soul essence. The pure soul essence is carried by every soul at every level, from the lowliest grain of sand to the highest, most evolved soul or being that there is. And that pure soul essence is 
symbolic of the originating source. The words are symbolic, but what we all carry is the origin, an element or an aspect of originating source that is everything the originating source was, is, and is becoming. Was, is, and is becoming. Now, you can use a symbol to focus on it because it's easier in a way to use symbols. So you can use a spark of light as a symbol, maybe a flame of a candle. I personally like to use the symbol of a sun because the sun in its own right is so incredibly powerful. It's brilliant. It's life-giving. It, excuse me, it is so, so powerful that when we use the sun, as a symbol for our own pure soul essence, it helps us to begin to connect with the incredibly perfect and pure and potent point of power that we carry, the most perfect, the most balanced, the most pure, the most potent point of power that we each and every soul carries. So I use the symbol of the sun, and I encourage you, if you need to use a symbol, to use that. And we can. Ju- I want you to just focus on that sun within. Of course, it's a symbol, but it is activating the very real energies because you are focusing on them. And just allow that symbol to grow, almost like a heartbeat. See the pulsing. See the light. See, imagine, sense, experience, feel, use of words. My pure soul essence is expanding in through and around my physical body. And I want you to see that light, experience it, or imagine it moving around and moving into every single cell, every single organ, every single system, even in the nanospaces between all of those things. And just feel the light filling your physical body. But it's not going to stop there. This is that pure soul essence light. We need to continue to consciously expand it so that we're standing in the center, just like Joan said in the early part. We want to expand it past the physical body, moving it into our etheric bodies, those that thought form body, the habit body, the emotional response body, and many, many other bodies, etheric bodies that we carry with us, lifetime after lifetime. Just move that energy, that beautiful pure celestial energy, that divine energy into your etheric bodies and continue to move it to encompass the totality of who you are at the human level, the human soul level. Very, very huge, very important. It keeps growing. We are also now moving to encompass the totality of who we are at the true soul essence level, that fifth dimensional part of ourselves. We walk around all day long, not even realizing most of the time that we carry it. We Most of the lifetimes that we have had it since we volunteered to return, we were unaware. We didn't know. There was no concept out there. But the evolutionary thrust, as you know, has brought in this information. And we now have access to understanding that there's a lot more to us than we thought And I want you to see this beautiful, pure soul essence light continue to expand. It is bringing its purity, its perfection, its knowledge, its power, the totality, again, of all that originating source was, is, and is becoming, and is fully encompassing the totality of who we each are. And in so doing, it is creating a gigantic beacon of light for each and every one of us 
all the listeners, past, present, and future. And as you know, uh, there are also included now the higher self have indicated, I guess a few months ago or a few weeks ago, I've lost track of time, that they, this amalgamation includes many souls from all over the planet who have given permission to be part of this healing, as well as, of course, we are also, many of us, whoever does give permission, I'm, my guess is it's most of us, give permission when they do their healings. So in this way, we are creating a gigantic, we're all, all the beacons of light around the planet are joining one another and creating an array of light that is just incredibly powerful. And this array of light, symbolically, it seems like it's going off the planet, but in fact, it's surrounding the planet and the divine light is being provided to every single soul, <clears throat> excuse me, every single soul upon the planet. Whatever level, there's no soul too small, too unimportant, too hidden, too anything. Every soul has access to the light, and any soul that wishes to partake of any element of the light will, when they're, if they're ready. So this light is being uh, provided to the totality of all souls around the planet, but it doesn't stop there. The light moves out. The beacon, the array of light moves out into the human kingdom universe. And it, as it moves out, it is like putting out a call to souls in and out of body, not necessarily on this planet, but all through the human kingdom universe, and souls that are ready to come and partake of the light come and partake of it also. And I see legions, as you know, legions of souls come in, and they come in. As, I see it as very orderly. I don't know that it is, but I, I see it. They come in. They partake of the element, whatever element of that divine light that they wish that they're ready for. They move away, and more legions come in. And this is happening throughout the totality of the healing, why we are bringing that conscious focus of attention onto that light that we are carrying at, at this global level, all of these all of us, but even, as you know, when I do a session one-on-one, -on -one, the same thing happens. I also see there's also arena for those testers and tempters that come in. They partake of the light, those that have their pure soul essence veiled. They come in and get the nurturing and the uh, support of the light that we provide them. And also the light, the higher selves move in through and around, and they take the light into the totality of the conglomerate astral from all the planets that have human life form, and they are working to neutralize the negative astral planes uh, with this energy. So thank you, Jake, <laughs> um, for the opportunity, but uh, we would have done a healing in any case. But, but okay, so we're, we're now sending that light out, and I often call it the time-space continuum because when we move and encompass the totality of who we are at the soul level with this pure soul essence light that we carry, we are encompassing the totality of our journey, the past, present, and future nows. And so when this light goes out, it is encompassing the totality of the areas in the human kingdom where we were, where we've existed, where we've incarnated, where we were born, whatever. So we've, that's the, the space part of the continuum because with all of us on the planet there are it is encompassing the totality virtually known and unknown known of the 
human kingdom universe, all the planets. The time element is because it's also encompassing the totality of the eons and eons and millions and millions of eons that we've been on the planet uh, working our mission over the various many, many different arenas that we've all done. So that's the time continuum, and it's huge. And many of the planets we've been on are even no longer in the human kingdom or universe. They have uh, graduated into the next dimensional framework. Uh, in any case, so that is ongoing. I want you to understand that this is very much very real uh, energy that is helping the totality. Okay, so now we're moving back to each individual. I want you to kind of move your focus of attention from the global or the universal back into the individual. And I want, and I'm already seeing him here, Jake is here, but I want everyone to activate that rainbow bridge energy that I use. Um, I have to say the, you know, I'm not, as you know, I'm not good with numbers, but the number of souls that are present now for this healing is just ginormous. And the arena that I'm working in is, you remember how I used to use the wheel of like a wagon wheel and we all would be on the, I mean, it was just a symbol, but we'd all be standing on the rim. Now it's just so big. I can't see the edges of the rim. And it's not a wagon wheel either anymore, but we're all activating that rainbow bridge energy. The first thing that it does, as you know, is it connects all of us at the chakra level to the originating source chakras, bringing our chakras into the very highest level of efficiency that we can have at this moment in time. Why is that important? Because the chakras are energy exchange points. They release energy out and they take energy in. So it is very important that we we get those as efficient as we can for a healing. And the other part of another aspect of the rainbow bridge energy, and this has more than one function, but the second function I talk about is that the divine color from the originating source moves down and de-intensifies so that we can handle it. You know, everything from the originating source is de-intensified. It came in full bore, it would kill us off. So it's de-intensified and we each and every one of us take it in at the very highest level we can. And those colors come in, the color of each of the chakras, they meet at the heart center, creating a bridge, a, a rainbow bridge of color. And I see everyone standing in the very extended circle, so extended I can't see the edges, and the bridge is meeting right in the center, and I see that rainbow bridge platform. And I'm very happy to have that there, as you all know. It helps me with the focus of attention. I don't need to use it, but I think it's also helpful for the listeners to understand and uh, the higher selves utilize it to give me those symbols that I use to do the healing with. So I do see John standing on the center and he did go through the amalgamation with us. He's very much, uh, very much amalgamated. He's also giving his light to the totality of the light and it's his light that will do the healing. His facade soul is what is carrying all the problems. Okay. So let me just see what the higher self he's come through and I see him I see him at the soul level. He's actually standing. I, I see him at the soul level, standing on the platform. And it's 
not just a symbol, but right now I do feel this tremendous sorrow and despair and just a tremendous amount of hopelessness, just like he's given up all hope that he will ever, ever get over this and be able to move on in some way, either resolve it, you know, he is in that either or place, either fix it with her or be in despair the rest of his life. And he's just devastated. So I'm just going to begin there. And I'm just going to have you, John, just to while I see what else the higher self want to bring to you, I, I want you to just begin to release the despair. And boy, it's attached to so much pain. I can just I can feel it myself, just a tremendous amount of pain. Uh, and I feel it at the heart center level. So I want you to begin to let it go of the heart, but it's filling the chest, just t- tremendous amount of uh pain coming from the heart center, the chest, and, oh, okay, there's a lot of stuff coming out, too, through the the throat, the mouth, and this is attached to the belief systems that you just needed to say the right thing. There's a lot attached to the, the communications issue uh, that you feel like if you could just say the right thing or if you had said the right thing, like the proposal perhaps or whatever it is. I don't know. You didn't give too much detail on that. But whatever it is, there's a whole lot. So with the, with the pain coming from the heart is a lot of stuff coming from the chest tied to the communications factor. And with it, of course, just I would say reams of altered realities of blame, self-blame, self-attack, um, your whole perspective here that's coming out, and of course, this isn't necessarily all that you think of at the mind level, but this is the part of you, the part of your soul belief system that I'm working to, you know, help you heal. Of course, you're doing all the healing yourself. I can just guiding you, but the, the you're just it's reams of self-attack, reams of self-blame, reams of regret and and devastation and this is tapping into it goes way deeper than this relationship in this life it taps into all the other things in the many many eons of lifetimes as you know that these things do it's tapping into the wells of regret i should have i should have or i should not have those should have could have would have if only and this is just pouring out and it's tapping in and i want i i want to call in Divine flesh, um, I want to call in the energy of the divine material balance from the pure soul essence of the planet Earth, and I want that to come in through the bottom of your feet. I want to also set up some sort of gigantic symbolic vacuum outside of your these chakras, really all of your chakras, so it's sort of outside your whole body, and it's sort of helping to suck this stuff out because... A lot of it, it's so gooey and gluey. I just feel like it's sort of sticky. And so as things are being let go, these, you know, the energy identities or the altered realities, they're kind of sticking to one another. It looks like sort of, you know, when we cut ourselves, the platelets clog around the cut and eventually the bleeding stops, right? And in that case, it's a good thing. We want those platelets so we don't bleed to death. Well, here, it's like the there's this sticky quality of these altered realities, and they're all gumming up the chakras. It's just 
gumming up the work, so to speak. And so we want to, I want to call on, well, first of all, we've got this incredibly powerful symbolic vacuum helping to suck this stuff out. But we also need to call on divine dissolvent. Now, what that would be in this case, I don't know, but it's already working. I already see that it's moving in and it knows, you know, divine energies. We don't really have to tell them what to do or where to go because they already know. So, and it's your divine energies, of course, John, that are, I mean, John, where'd that come from? Jake, uh, that are doing it. So the, um, so the fact of the matter is that those, I don't know what it is, but it is absolutely beginning to dissolve this stuff, this sticky stuff, like a dissolvent, like a, oh, you know, just dissolving it. And so things are, are starting to, to move out even more. But but there's more here. Okay, okay. There's a tremendous amount of hopelessness that I already mentioned, and that is coming out of the stomach area, hopelessness and powerlessness. Now, I am really seeing the misunderstandings here because, and it's so, it's part of the human condition. We all have this. We feel hopeless and powerless because, for many reasons, a huge amount of reasons, and we felt hopeless and powerless for a huge amount of reasons. So the well that we carry of hopelessness and powerlessness is really off the charts. Think about the lifetimes where we didn't understand germ theory of disease, which was probably the majority, if not most, you know, almost all of the lifetimes we ever had. The We didn't understand plate tectonics and why suddenly a volcano would erupt or why a plague would come in or whatever. And we, we didn't know. So we felt powerless. We didn't know how to handle these things. We didn't know how to help ourselves. We didn't know about putting people who get a certain disease in isolation. You know, we just didn't know. And so we felt powerless. So this powerlessness that you feel in this relationship taps into all of that. And it is, huge and in fact it is so huge it's become what I call and you know some you've heard me say this some of you anyway have heard me a solidified truth and the solidified truth is I Jake am powerless it's so solidified now a solidified truth simply is something that is so given in our mind in our belief system that we don't question it okay it is such a given we don't question it. And this idea, now I'm not saying all of you feel powerless at all. I'm working on the part of you that does feel powerless, and it feels powerless to the point where there's no questioning. And it's solidified in the sense that I'm feeling it and seeing it almost as a big, huge boulder right in the center of the upper abdomen, or really the, sort of the totality of the abdomen. It is really big and so what you're releasing of the powerlessness is really just the frosting on the cake it's not really the whole thing it's not really addressing enough or hardly any of this solidified power this solidified truth so i want to see what the higher selves are going to recommend here of how to deal with this um Okay, this is this is a new uh, suggestion. Um, they literally are suggesting that you take and create in your mind, and I'm doing it with you, a symbolic drill, 
like an oil drill, like going down into an oil well. But they want you to drill right into symbolically this solidified truth, this symbolic boulder, really big. They want you to drill into the center of it. Now, um, the image that they're giving me is, I don't know whether I've just seen too many movies or watched too much TV, but sometimes when there's some sort of asteroid that's threatening the Earth, someone goes in and drills it and puts in a big atom bomb. I think there was actually a movie with that, and it blew the, it blew the asteroid up. Well, that's kind of the image they're getting, giving to me, that they want you to drill right into the center of it because they want the, the light to, to go inside. We can also put light around the outside, but the higher self indicated to me it wasn't enough. We literally have to break up this solidified truth because it's so massive. And so that's what we're going to do symbolically. I know it's kind of a negative sounding symbol, but we're, you know, symbolic TNT or something like that. We won't go with an atom bomb, but something really powerful. And so I'm just watching the drilling. It's going on. It's going right into the center. And in fact, there's a nice space in the center for the light to go and to pool. And the higher selves are indicating that no matter what the truth is that we have at the center is always the ability to move out of that truth and it's carrying the purity in the center. So this is interesting. I've never, they never told me that before, but as you drill down, there was this beautiful opening, very beautiful. And the light was just filling it up and we want to, um, let me see. It's already happening. I don't have to come up with the image. But what I'm seeing now is the light is expanding and it is expanding and it's cracking from the inside this symbolic boulder. And as it cracks, the light is moving into every crack like water finds the cracks. And as it moves into the cracks, it's widening the cracks because as it moves, it's actually neutralizing the, a lot of the elements, a lot of the solidified beliefs. So I want you... Uh, Jake, to sit right in the center between belief and disbelief, right in that state of neutrality. I didn't speak of it early on, right in the now, allowing, just allowing. We're just going to pour this light in. It knows what to do and just allow it to find its way and to break this big, huge boulder of hopelessness. And it's already happening. And the smaller pieces you see are now beginning to flow out of that stomach chakra and even the heart chakra, even the first and second chakra, they're, they're flowing out these various pieces. It's almost like they've broken up into not so small as pebbles yet, but just in, small enough they can symbolically, they can move out into the light. And when they move into the light, of course, they're completely dissolved, neutralized, and then absorbed by the light. Okay, let's see if there's any information the higher self want to they basically are indicating that the, it is the belief system that is similar to me that that's that either-or approach that has been held you prisoner. Now, the either-or approach is so much of what we've had through so many lifetimes. It's not a surprise. It's part of the human condition. There's absolutely nothing to – it's not a criticism or a judgment. It's, they just wish to explain that the – you're never pu punished, 
okay? When a door closes in one spot, uh, we go there as you as you're very now that I've used that analogy, you understand when we go, uh, when we see a door close, we often go, oh, my God, despair, this is terrible. But when we call in change, the higher selves are reminding you and everybody else that might be listening, when we call in change, it's because we call it in. We've chosen it. And the change is the, the from what, when we go through change, you dissolve the old and recreate and create the new. And often we see the center point is chaos. We see the change in a very often in, in our perceptions of, of the change, that center point is that it's chaotic or it's terrible or we're afraid. We see that, you know, we're afraid we're, we've lost everything. We don't, we're not to the other side yet. So we don't see the silver lining, all the benefit we get. That, and, and we don't get to the point where we realize, wow, that change turned out to be way more than I thought it would be. Oh, how great. And in fact, that's where change always goes. It's only our perception that we're going backwards. And so a lot of this, um, a lot of these belief systems is because we've so often been caught up into that chaos or into the idea that the loss is permanent, we're never going to get to the better place. Um, A lot of that bouldery solidified truth had has to do with that because so often in life we never we might not have gotten to the other side i mean maybe you know the neighboring tribe came in and uh, attacked our village and we died or whatever so but there is no you know as you know the soul continues so even though it may not have the change may not have manifested in this life Whatever dissolving of the old was in process was in process and helped you even when you lay aside the body. So there is no going backward. But so often we didn't get to the other side, or if we did, maybe we didn't have the concepts to understand that it was better. Or maybe we were only there for a short time and we didn't have quite the time to see the higher perspective. Um, So in any case, that was... A good chunk of that rock was just not understanding that simple thing that we've heard so many times and we understand intellectually perhaps, but maybe when we're in it, we don't, we can't see the forest for the trees, that when a door or window closes one place, another one opens in another place and you have not been punished. There is no punishment here. And in fact, what I'm what they're showing me very clearly is that you're at the soul level. You ha- you were completely fed up with this pattern. You didn't want it anymore, but it was a bummer, difficult to get rid of, especially in so many lives that there really weren't techniques or tools or concepts that were available to get rid of it. And so you, one of one of the reasons you chose this life, and there's it's so complicated, I'm, and I'm not going to go into it, but the higher selves are indicating that this very much was one of the things you wanted to handle in this life, is to move out of this recurring, repeated pattern that was really its foundations had to do with this belief system of hopelessness, powerlessness, based on not understanding how change works and all of that so i don't need to repeat it but you you understand so okay so let me just go back i want to take a look at the symbol the 
I would say about half of the boulder has come out and it's all in pieces. So it's the pieces coming out. It's no longer this big round thing. It's kind of like there's a pile of rocks that, that are being set out. So it's not moving as fast as I'd like to move. So I'm, I just know that there's another issue here. So let me see what I can do to get that other issue. Well, this doesn't seem related, but the higher selves are indicating it really is related. Okay, 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 okay. Okay, this actually, and it's sort of appropriate, maybe this is why it all's happening. This actually is fear of the destiny pattern, fear of the unfoldment. And as you probably recall, and many of you listening will know, that we all carry tremendous fear of the, the destiny um, of the mission, so to speak, because we have been on so many different, in so many different lifetimes, stepping forward to help in whatever way. And the message was lost. We were often burned at the stake, buried alive, exiled, imprisoned, tortured, whatever, because our the energy or the message, whatever it was, whether it was overt or symbolic, was not understood and the felt threatening or scary or alien or whatever. So what happens is we all have taken in this fear of stepping forward. And in fact, now this isn't any way, shape or form, any kind of judgment or anything on your girlfriend. But in fact, the staying with your girlfriend was a way to in your at you at the soul level that was misunderstanding to avoid the unfoldment of your destiny pattern because the you have a completely different path that uh, you two co-created and I know you know about that because we have discussed it it's come out before in prior in prior sessions but you came together for certain reasons those reasons are no longer uh, present. You're, you both are moving on in your journey, but they're scary as heck. You don't know what that journey is, so there's fear of the future here. There's fear of the uh, fear of the destiny. There's fear of the unknown. Fear of just about everything related to this change, and so that those fears are coming out now. More and more of those sort of rock things, those smaller chips and pieces of rock symbolically, they're now flowing out. I see a very good flow, so I want you to really let go of all the fear. Now, as most of the listeners know, but I didn't say this in the beginning and you know, should have said it for my sister, but in any case, uh, anybody else listening, anytime, any issue that I talk about for Jake, you can also release yourselves into your own light. So even though it's a healing for Jake personally, Every single person listening can do the healing for themselves. So uh, most of you or many of you do know that, but they're always new listeners. So I want to just remind people that if we all have fear. We haven't gone through a life without fear of something. So let go of whatever fear. And if I don't say the particular fears that you're aware of, who cares? You go ahead and let go of anything that comes up into your mind. Just let it flow out from wherever it does. And I'm seeing so much of it now coming from, flowing out from Jake, a lot more. That fear was a big part of it. Fear of the destiny, uh, fear of, you know, physical, 
physically being afraid, emotionally, fear too for the family and the loved ones, because often in these lifetimes, the there was a lot of man's inhumanity to man. And so if somebody's angry with you, they might also punish your loved ones in some way, your family or whatever. And so there was often a part of this, a lot of self-blame. Uh, and also, again, I should have or I shouldn't have. I shouldn't have stepped out of the box. I shouldn't have said something. I should have kept my mouth shut. I should not have tried to help. I should not have whatever. And we carry all of these repressive kind of feelings and beliefs uh, about how to operate. And a lot of that is coming out with it, too. I'm seeing a lot of that rock pile that was left over uh, the repression pattern, repressing the self. And it is very much attached to the fear of the destiny. Uh, We all tend to dim our light. Um, not shine as brightly as we want for whatever reason. And we all do that, right? We go into one kind of, you know, one crowd or one group of friends or one group. You know, at office we present one persona and social setting another with our families, maybe another. You know, whatever it is, we, we have different, so to speak, personas, but in each one we're repressing the other part of ourselves. So repressing parts of who we are is normal and natural in the human kingdom. These are the things that we really need to really release and let go and allow ourselves to tap into more and more of the gifts and talents that we carry, the knowledge and the um, balance and harmony, the unity, the higher, the helicopter perspective, the higher viewpoints, So it is very important. We want to release all this kind of repression. It comes from so many different experiences, but of course we carry them forward and they affect every single life. When we lay aside the body, all that we've accumulated in that particular life moves and becomes part of the conglomerate soul, which then again moves with us as we do another life. And it's just, it's just a garbage dump really, of stuff that doesn't do for us. It's not really related to this life, but we are reacting to it all the time without realizing. We are creating from all of that, those energetics, without realizing it. And all of those belief systems and self-identities that we all characterize, oh, well, I'm such and such a way or this, they're all limitations. Every belief and disbelief we have is a feeling, is a limit. So the more we stand in the center of neutrality and neutralize the belief system, the more open we can expand, the more open we can understand our perspectives, and we can move into those higher and higher and higher levels of expanded truth. Remembering there is no the truth, as you recall, um, from the higher self material. Anyway, so, okay, let me just tune in to Jake. Oh, wow. Okay, Jake, you have... Almost the entire stone is gone. There's just like a few random pebbly kind of things there. And I just want the higher selves, let's just pull all of that out. And they are, they're getting it out. They're getting out all that little bit of residue. Now I want to fill symbolically the space left left empty with clarity of vision and expanded perception. Higher heart consciousness. We want the divine love in there. We want the divine communication in there. We want the divine relationships in there. We want the divine forgiveness in there. Forgiveness, of course, and the the love and forgiveness, divine acceptance. 
for the love and acceptance for ourselves, for others, for the relationships we want, and for the destiny. I don't want to put in, hmm, I would say, well, the higher selves really know, but I want to put in for sure hope. We want to put in hope, and the hope is, and I'm going to, I want you to see that hope just flowing through the totality of who you are. We want to infuse in the hope, the hope that you can move past this stuck place, move into the higher levels of perception, and move into the resolution of this change. We're also now going to flow in through and around this energy, divine faith. Now, divine faith, I know it sounds a bit religious maybe, uh, but in fact, Divine faith is a very, very important uh, divine energy, and it works with divine hope because the divine faith carries the energy to help manifest all that is hoped for. So they always go together, divine hope and divine faith, and I'm just seeing them flow. And the divine faith is going to help bring the manifestation into your life pattern of being able to move um, into the resolution and find that space where you can let the old relationship go and find your daily joy and appreciation and living in the now instead of more or less living in the past now, which we all do so often. You're also living in the future now, and your belief about the future now was that it can't be any good. It's, you know, it's devastating because you won't have, perhaps you won't have this relationship. So you're actually very, very heavily invested in the past and future nows, which, again, is part of the human uh, condition. And so I just, in general, want all your light to flow into, symbolically, the past and future nows. And I'm going to ask that that light find all those arenas that we didn't cover, because I can only cover so much in a in one healing, let alone one on the radio, that half the length of my normal ones and we want the light to just move in and like it has like the laser finder it can just it finds the energies that need to be neutralized need to be dissolved that you're carrying the energetics energetic garbage that you're carrying that that helps keep you in those past nows and future nows. It's also, we're going to call in divine joy. We want it to work on any of the depression. Okay, okay, the higher selves are reminding me that there is an anger issue that we haven't tackled, so I better do that. Okay. All right, well... I started to see the anger. It, it became active the minute I saw it, right in the center point of of, of yourself, and it it was very red, very very inflamed looking, and I saw it just spewing out the top of your head, and it's moving into the light. So it's coming up symbolically from the center of your body and moving out into the top of your head, and it's carrying with it a lot of the misunderstandings and the misconceptions and the misinterpretations that you've taken on from not only this relationship, but many, many, many millions of events and situations in past lives and in earlier in this life or whatever, and you're letting them go, and I see them coming. The, the anger is just pushing. It's like an oil, uh, 
you know, spewing out like somebody just drilled for oil and it's just, whew, and so it's just going right in the light and it's, and I want to call in divine um, calm, divine serenity. So as it's being let go, that calm and the serenity is moving into whatever spaces are being left empty, but it's just spewing out really, really heavily now still. And it, I do see it also coming out of the eyes and the ears, out of the eyes and the ears. But a lot of it is coming out because in your mind, a lot of it is, a lot of the anger is because at some level, what she has chosen, what she is doing makes no sense to you. There's complete lack of logic uh, as compared to your logic. So, and don't we all do that? We just can't, it's really hard sometimes to walk a mile in somebody else's shoes or to understand somebody else's motivation. And a lot of it is based on really lack of input or lack of understanding. And also because it's hard enough to understand who we are, what our journey has been like, where our confusions and soul scrambles are. It's really hard to understand our own, let alone somebody else's. And so what's coming out and it's known and unknown, I mean, I don't know all the misunderstandings, but it isn't important. This, these energies are helping you release. The divine energies are flushing out a lot of the misunderstandings and the misconceptions about her journey. Um, but, of course, it's also letting go of the misunderstandings and misconceptions about anybody else, any other situation, condition, and so many lives. So that's why it's spewing out like no tomorrow. But what I love is that you're giving permission at the soul level to let this go. You really are determined to get rid of this freaking pattern. Now, this particular thing is carrying a lot of the anger. You just don't get why she wouldn't choose you. I mean, that's the sense of it over someone else. <clears throat> and, of course, that's where we all go. Well, you know. We're perfect together, so why doesn't she see it or he see it if it's me? So, or some a female thinking that we all have these kind of places where we go, we just don't get it, and so that's what's coming out is the confusion, the misinterpretations, the misunderstandings, the I want to say almost voids because there's a lot of voids coming out here because you just don't have all the information. And we never have all the information at the mind level. We never have all the information at the mind level. Something I learned in business school many years ago, every class we'd have case studies and we'd get a little group and they'd hand us a case study and we had to read it. And it didn't matter if it was for marketing or whatever it was for, accounting or Model building, I don't care. And then you go through the case study and you had to figure out whatever problem it was. Maybe we had to create and figure out a new product or a new arena that the company needed to go to, whatever. Every time one of us in the group would go up to the random professor and say, okay, you didn't give us this information or that or that. How can we possibly figure out the answer? And, and each time, literally every time the professor would say, you never have all the information. Do you think companies, when they make their decisions, have all the information? No. They have to use they can use. And that's true for all of us at the mind level. We don't have all that information. Either as Jake, and we've never had all the information at the mind level, so we're letting all of the misunderstandings and misconceptions, the voids, 
that's where that's what we carry. We carry so many blank spaces. And what do we do? We make assumptions. <laughs> we fill in the blank. <laughs> but it comes from our logic, our perceptions, our experiences, not from somebody else. And so we fill in the blanks. We make assumptions so often that are really off the mark. It's not our intention to misunderstand. Never is it intended. Never is it. But we just can't help ourselves because that's all we, we knew to do. But the divine energies, they know. And so they're moving around. They're just letting go of so many of these things, known and unknown, from so many lives. And hopefully it will help you, whether you have the conscious knowledge of what her journey is or the whys and wherefores for her, that you are able to move into a place of acceptance that it is a different journey and that your journey is pure and perfect for you, that you've called it in, that it is your choice. Nobody else has forced you. Nobody else has forced her, that it's a co-creation. No matter what you would say or should have done or should have said, would have changed the course of this. This is the co-creation you have. It's just we get stuck so often in that those difficulties we create at the mind level. So I want, I'm going to call in divine understanding and just see that divine energy moving around and symbolically filling the, the void. We want the divine information to come in. You carry the higher self information. You carry so much wisdom and knowledge from that fifth dimensional level, let alone the pure soul essence level, which is the whole Megillah. We carry everything at that level from the originating source. So, and divine connection. I want you to be able to connect divine connection to yourself, divine connection to your higher self or your true soul essence, divine connection to your pure soul essence and to the originating source, and divine acceptance. I want divine acceptance of the self and of others, uh, divine higher heart consciousness or divine love, which is divine love for yourself and others, divine unity, um, divine forgiveness, just just all of that. And it's just filling you up. I see it it's almost like rainbow colors filling you up. It's just very beautiful. You are still processing, still processing, still releasing. But I want, to, I want now to focus on the couple of symbols. The solidified truth is gone. That's been filled. That whole area symbolically has been filled with light. And that's how I'm seeing it. Um, it's going to have to process and be absorbed by you at the facade soul level. And you will do it on your own timing. But you, you're all set up here. Now, the, the anger, excuse me, the anger thing with the coming out of the head, that's still moving. But I see... A lot has been let go, and so I'm given a symbol like of a well, perhaps, of water. But instead of seeing the water going down, I'm seeing the bottom of the well moving upward. So it's like you pour in a whole bunch of dirt, and the well gets shallower and shallower. Because you're letting, that's a ridiculous analogy. I don't know where I came up with that one. But the bottom of the well is coming up. So it's just indicative of me that you've let go of enough that I can actually see the difference in this, you know, in the beginning, it almost seems like a, you know, the, the, the well has no bottom, but you, there is a bottom there and now it's, it's moving up. It's not near as deep. So that's good. 
So anyway, I'm seeing that still in process. And the higher selves are putting a beautiful, beautiful cocoon of energy around you, Jake. The session is over, but this cocoon of energy, as you know, is very powerful. And the higher selves have described it. It's like your own individual healing circle. And your higher selves are manning it. And as long as you continue to give permission from that facade soul level to continue the processing, it will. You will continue to process because you have your own healing circle. It also helps you acclimate because you have let go of a huge amount of energetics and they can have an effect in many different ways, as I've talked about over the many shows. Uh, it will help you acclimate. So whatever effect you may have, it will be much reduced. Um, it also carries the benefit of helping you acclimate to the evolutionary thrust, which in itself is a tremendous uh has tremendous impact on all of us, uh, whether we understand it or know it uh, or not. And so it's a very powerful thing. And it's, you know, it's from the cocoon I used to use for a long time. It's very different now and very, very helpful. Doesn't mean the old cocoon didn't help. It was, but this is an expanded, you know, expanded cocoon. What can I say? All right. So with that, it looks as if you're almost comatose. You're still standing there, but it's just as if your processing was really so deep that it's almost as if you've gone to sleep. The higher selves are giving me the thumbs up. You did really well, and they you are moving off the platform to, I guess they're moving you back to, you know, whatever. So the platform is disappearing, and with that, the healing is done. And I'm pretty out of it at this point. That was really pretty cool. Jake did a great job. I hope it helped him in real time and that it helped every one of you. I know I didn't say how to do it for yourself early on, but hopefully most of you know that. And you can always go back and listen again. And when you do listen again, if you do, and I know some listeners listen to it multiple times, any healing, whether it's for them or not, you can pause it at any time once you get into a state of amalgamation. And I took extra time to explain things because my sister's listening. But you can pause once you're in that state of amalgamation. You can listen to the healing. You can do the same healing over and over again, or you can pause it at any time and let go whatever else is bothering you if it's your healing or maybe whatever the issues that we all have anger issues. We all have all of those issues that he had. So, but if you get other things that are coming to mind, pause it, release, whatever else. I mean, there is no limit to how these shows can help. And with the understanding that every time you listen and you bring yourself into the state of the amalgamation, you are activating all those divine energies that are going out all through the universe and helping people. And it's, it's massive help. So I wouldn't get those images if they weren't important and I share them so that people know in consciousness because in consciousness is power and although a lot of it, a lot of stuff goes on with us at the unconscious level, it seems to be one of my jobs to bring consciousness around certain things. Um, and so that's what I do, guys. So with that, I am going to end the show. I will be in Vermont next week. 
I'm, I've done shows from Vermont three years ago, so I'm thinking it should be absolutely possible, which is great. And I may end up doing, I'm not sure, but I may end up doing one of the shows I have to repeat. If you remember, we, I had technical, technological difficulties on April 26th and, and May 3rd, I believe it was. I do have those shows with me, and I may repeat those because I had more than one email being frustrated about it or text. So I may repeat those shows. I just don't know when. I'm going to be repeating. So I don't know yet, but you'll know when you see, I will mention it's a repeated show when I post the show. Anyway, I hope everyone is having a terrific, wonderful, wonderful summer. And I thank you so much for being part of my community. We're in this together, guys. We're in this together. Remember, we're all equals. There's nobody better than. There's nobody higher than. There's nobody less than. There's no nothing. We are in this together, we're processing, we're moving, we're unfolding, and please, anytime, send me an email, JV as in Victor, V as in Victor, there's two V's, okay, JVV, M as in Mary, Richmond, R-I-C-H-M-O-N-D, at gmail.com, and I will respond, absolutely, I will get back to you, okay, let me know, questions, comments, suggestions, <laughs> Freak out. You don't just have to call to say something positive. And if you want a healing, please, please, please do ask. Now, the time I was doing just only healings on the show, I did get a lot of feedback. And that was, I believe, in 2015. I may have been doing it some in 14, too. But there was a lot of feedback. So the people who I would did the healing on would get back to me and give me feedback. Now, sometimes they didn't, but a lot of times they did. And if you want to know if it will help you, you can listen to those. I do have testimonials on my website, but honestly, I don't know that I've added any for at least a couple of three years. I really don't know. I'm not good at keeping up with that. But in any case, please reach out. I'm here. And thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This show has really helped me tremendously and have a wonderful week. A wonderful beginning of the summer, and I'll be connected next week. Thank you for listening to Janet Richmond and the Higher Self Voice. Visit Janet's website at JanetRichmond.com to view all of her upcoming events or to buy her book, Choices, Neutralizing Your Negative Thoughts and Emotional Blueprints.